Judah Red Pill Party Podcast, yo, 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 what is up, Jersey Judah, 9.22 a.m., I was up three hours earlier than usual, I figured I'd do the things that I wanted to do, which was actually difficult, <clears throat> I finished the podcast last night later than I usually did. Still had a couple things to do at the job. Didn't get a chance to upload anything until this morning. So you guys are catching um, last night's episode this morning. And I apologize for that, but that's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. But anyway, it is Tuesday. We are back. All right. AM episode. You guys know the rules. We're not going too much over. We're not going to go over an hour. There is a video, and this is rare that I'm going through a video early in the AM, but I want to go through this video. Um, the topic for tonight, right? It should be Entitlement Tuesdays. I like Entitlement Tuesdays. Entitlement Tuesdays sound good. But women are natural antagonists to men. Women are natural antagonists to men. Now, I don't say this in the say that women are the enemy. When I mention antagonists, I mean in like a comic book, television-based reality type of way. So, 
if you're a successful man, a woman's going to always challenge that. She's never going to just take your word, but she expects you to take her word and not to pay attention to her actions. See, that's what happens when women get the control of relationships, women get the control of dating, and now women have always had the control of sex. So we're seeing everything unfold for that particular reason. I'm going to get more into detail. We got videos on top of videos. I think three videos later on to talk about what we do have one to go over. Like I said last night, this is more like this is more of like the extra shit. It, the things that I do in the morning may be based off of the things that I did last night. I may have not have been able to get my whole point across or I just want to talk about extra things. I want to talk about, you know, video games or I want to talk about other things outside of the manosphere. I'll do it at this particular time, but we're going to keep it real and we're going to keep it red pill um, in this particular recording. Um, <coughs> I'm smoking. I, the, I have to ask my guy, man, I'd be I'd be uh, trying to come up with strands of the week, but uh, whatever this shit, whatever this nigga got me. It's, it's some fire. I'll just say that. And I got enough to go through the, the rest of the week and the weekend. So I'm good. Um, I am smoking out of a white Russian game leaf. <clears throat> it's a natural rolled leaf, right? So unlike the blunts where you got the paper and then you got a part of the leaf, this is just a leaf, okay? White Russian, which is a alcoholic beverage. It does have that flavor to it. I like it. It's good. Tastes good. But the shit that goes inside of the blood is more important. Everybody knows that. Anyway, <coughs> let's get into... I hate when this shit happens. It doesn't play. Why... The truth about why modern women are so unhappy. And if I'm not mistaken, this is a Pink Book Lessons video. Pink Book Lessons um, one of the, one of the few women that I've seen that have been consistently putting together valuable information consistently and man, woman, black or white respect where respect is deserved. And I believe women, I don't know this woman personally. I don't even think she shows her face, which is even better because now it's just the content. It's just about the message, and it's not necessarily about the messenger. But I mentioned the messenger because we're in the manosphere. And this woman, I've played this woman for about three weeks, close to a month now. And every video that she does, she is on point. So without further ado, let's jump right into the video. The thing I promised my people, I may not know how to teach you how to be the best mom and the best wife. I may not teach you how to get married, but we're going to have some money. That's what we're going to have. We may not be the best wife, because I don't know how to be all submissive to them. Especially those no king, no man ain't being no king. I'm not gonna tell you to bow down and be submissive to this for real. But I'm starting off, black woman. Problematic black woman. <coughs> See, I have this thing. It's a pet peeve of mine. When black women refer to me as a nigger. Now, I know this sounds a little sexist, but I don't feel that bad. When a black man calls me a nigger, because we niggas at the end of the day, you know, niggas is going to keep it niggerish. 
What I'm saying is when these women have the audacity to call you a nigga, but if you call her a bitch, all of a sudden there's consequences and repercussions. And she starts off typical single woman, a uh, typical independent, the strong and independent narrative. You know, it's all about getting the bag. And I talked about this before. And actually, this is more connected to yesterday morning's episode where why women um, shouldn't primarily focus on money. Right. Why? Why women shouldn't actively be chasing the bag. This is connected, but we're going to put it all together when this is done. We'll tell you how to get some money. Yeah, that's what I promise. I promise my people that I may not know how to teach you how to be a submissive little wife because I'm not married and there's a reason why. I got work to do in that area. Or maybe I just not supposed to be all booed up because that's going to take me away from the, the ultimate mission, which is economic elevation. Or maybe you got... You know what? I, I want to take this back, but I don't because she already, she already said that... She does not um, or she cannot obtain a husband in so many ways. She said it. So there is some self-accountability. So I have to give her that. It's just when women see this is the only time where women get money hungry. When men are no longer available or where men are interested in her, then she focuses on the bag. But she doesn't focus on the bag to empower herself. She does it almost to spite the men. It's interesting because women dislike men, but try to emulate men by sleeping with multiple men in a way that a woman looks at an appealing man who's able to carry himself with a lot of women. It's not the same with females. They haven't figured it out yet. I didn't put me with my match yet, but you know, the truth is, the truth is, I bet you me and my girls don't be broke. I bet you up in the line, but with me don't be broke, though. I bet you that. I bet you that. I bet you me, me and mine don't be broke. Be careful who you follow. I bet you one thing. I bet you we don't be broke, though. I bet you that. I bet you that part. I may not know how to teach you to, to cook dinner for your man every day, but I'm going to tell you how I chef it. Remember that video? I covered the full video a couple of months ago. If you missed it, check it out. The link will be below. But before we continue, I want to give a special shout out to Don May. I appreciate you, brother, for your support for this platform. He is a big contributor and said, keep the content coming. So here's another one. The woman in the beginning of the video, that's millionaire coach Stormy Wellington. She's made over $60 million as of the end of 2020. Over the span of seven years, went from the pole to scamming three babies, three baby daddies. The last one actually married her. He was a pastor. So yes, Stormy was the first lady. <sighs> wow. Uh, do I really even need to bring that back for y'all to really... Like, imagine as a man right and it doesn't have to be today it didn't have to be yesterday maybe a couple years ago maybe 10 years ago maybe 15 years ago if you're up age but there's a time where we thought about having a lot of money right and it's not really yes it's the it's the physical money but i think when people get attached to just the physical money that's where the saying, or that's where the term, uh, the verse, I should say, the scripture, and the scriptures, 
money is the root of all evil. But I think it's more about the intent. So imagine getting your hands on $60 million. You got your hands on cold, hard cash, $60 million. And you are completely alone, miserable, depressed, can't find nobody, can't relate to nobody, completely unwanted, completely unapproachable, and just bitter. Like, just imagine that. Because everybody believes. And this almost is like what I call green pill. And like, I'm going to talk about this more in the future, but like green pill is this idea that everything is going to get better if you make money. Now, there is truth to that, but it goes down to the person and their character. For example, somebody who saves money, right? They've been saving money their entire lives. When they come across that 60 million, that's just going to be an avenue for more investments along the way. He's going to be saving even more money. He's going to display less money. So in the limelight or just in the public, nobody will know any fucking difference between him and the next person, but he got millions stashed somewhere. He's not promoting himself as a, as a cash cow. In other words, he's not promoting himself as a beta male provider. But notice what this woman said. This this bitch went on a scamming spree. Scammed three guys, all these guys, got married to the last guy who's a fucking pastor. We need to pray for this guy. Then that relationship ends and now she's alone. $60 million. $60 million and bitter. It's somewhere in Atlanta. She left the marriage because she said her life was too basic. She believed that she deserved better. So she's co-parenting with him, but also has two adult kids. Her son is doing really well, and he has a lovely fiance, and her daughter is her mini-me, but... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Her daughter, I like how she said that, because that it says a lot. Her daughter is her mini-me, right? So... Anything that she's learning or anything that the mother is going through, the daughter's sort of getting the first hand of it. And she's seeing how the mother's reacting to the situation. And because of that, she'll validate it, whatever it is. However dysfunctional women are, especially mothers, we will just excuse it. It's our mother. Guy doesn't show up to your basketball practice. Your dad don't show up to your basketball practice. Oh, that nigga ain't shit. <laughs> Bitches make excuses. Bitches make mistakes. And all of a sudden, you know, everything is cleared. You know, no problems, no consequences, no repercussions. You can just, you know, uh, just forget about it, right? Oh, just forget about it. You never, you ever had an argument with a woman, right? And you just hit her with cold, hard facts and truth. And she just tells you, well, I don't want to talk about it. How? It's like it's like the angels come down and just excuse all of the bitches problems. You know what I'm saying? A nigga talking about he can't make it to the son's basketball game. This nigga's crucified. <laughs> He's crucified. 
Oh, you're not you're not a good father. Well, I have a job. <laughs> I got to make money in order to support this kid in order for him not to be a bastard in order for me not to get locked the fuck up and incarcerated so you can take control. Okay? I don't have kids by the way. I'm just using that as an example. Thank the Lord above. And I don't say that I don't and see Women just don't understand what I mean by that. When I'm 33, right, and I don't have children, I have a good paying job. I do what I do every day. It's the same routine as well as podcasting. Same, same hypnotic rhythm every day, right? I'm contributing to society. Let's just get that out the way. I'm contributing to society. Now, I can get, I can still be very blunt, very disrespectful at times. I understand that. Those are also things that I'm currently working on because unlike most women, self-accountability is almost a fucking requirement to be a man. You can't just go along making mistakes. <coughs> <coughs> And expect no consequences. And this blunt is really hitting me. We're going to get back into the video. But what I wanted to point out was that the woman was actually partially accountable. I will say that she was partially accountable for uh, how she is. The marriage. Oh, things were too basic. You can't really say nothing to a woman who says that when she's making $60 million. Now, guys can get offended when I say this, but... To a point, she has a right to say that. $60 million. Now, once again, to most men, we don't give a shit because even though you have $6 trillion, a nigga you fucking with, he probably ain't going to get much of that. Let's be honest. Give that nigga $100 on his birthday, bitch, and you network a net worth of, 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 of $60 million. I'm like, bitch, what type of shit is this? I'm... I'm slow stroking. I'm I'm taking my time with this shit. And this is what's this is what I get. Now I'm fast pumping. Now I'm fucking this bitch like I hate her. And she loves it. <laughs> Hit that some shit. Start you start treating bitches like trash and then they fucking love it. Hold up. That's just the truth. Most guys aren't gonna figure that out until it's too late. But let's get back to this bitter bitch, uh, this bitter bitch's problems and, and, and conflicts in life. She's not really into dating because she's looking for a high value man who's doing better than her. She's in her early 20s and not fully happy with her prospects. She's making six figures, just like her brother, working on the same team with their mother. A lot of women like Stormy. She has over a million followers on Instagram. You know, she has a rags to riches story from a- You know what? I, you know what? I, I, in most cases, because it's February and it's Black History Month, I will have to give credit where credit is due. For, to me, and I think most Americans, especially black Americans, when they see a family, it's different than just a group of niggas. Oh, well, we grew up together. We're family, so on and so forth. No, when you got family that have a business and everybody is operating 
and playing their part and they're all bringing money to the table, you got to acknowledge that. That's dope. All the red pill shit aside, just, just to point that out, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you think about celebrities and like, and how the children that are growing up are good. When they come out of the womb, they're set for life. Um, Jay-Z and Beyonce's daughter. Um, Paris Jackson. Paris Jackson's all right. I think she's like 20, 19, 20. She look, she's, she's all right looking. I think she's like lesbian, unfortunately. But that's, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles. But how, like, you come up, whether you like it or not, in the spotlight. Your childhood is under the lights, under the cameras. You know, yeah, you can be kept private at times but you know jay-z and beyonce has a beautiful daughter it is their decision of where they're gonna display their child or not but what i'm saying is the child development is going to be pretty wacky and awkward especially if you expect the child to do something out of your reach or out of your range of what you're doing which is entertainment you would think like, bro, if you're, it's like being, it's like the son, it's like being the son of, what's a good rapper, a rapper that I like. It's like being the son of Eric Sermon. You're telling me you're not going to rap, nigga? You're not going to participate in hip hop? What the fuck are you doing? You better be doing graffiti, breakdancing. You better have one of the elements now. Niggas know what I talk about when I mention elements. But we're getting back into the red pill. But that's dope to have a family and be able to be a cohesive unit and be essentially an empire. Family is essentially an empire, bringing in money. But that also comes with fuckery. And we're going to continue. Struggling stripper to now multimillionaire. She's a top performer in her industry, probably the best and most recognizable, especially as a black woman. She has at least two beautiful homes in two states, a collection of luxury cars, $40,000 plus Birkin bags, a collection of those as well. She also has a payroll. She's paying nearly $300,000 per month for her staff. So even Damn. if you're unaware of who this woman is, by now, you can tell why. Sorry. Sorry. I got it. Black History Month. Black History Month. I'm sorry. I pushed the button on accident. Black History Month. Nah, for real, though. Um, I mean, if you dropping money like that just for the staff, I mean, I got to res I respect it. I don't I don't like you as a person. I, I think you're a terrible person, but if you drop in bank like that, I respect that shit. Cause like people talk about, see, these are, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to be the one to say this. She is the prime example of an exception. She's actually a boss. When you're paying your staff, when you're paying your staff's payroll, you become a boss. This bitch became a boss. <laughs> she she did it. I mean in all actuality, I mean she belongs to the streets. But she did it. 
She did it, ladies and gentlemen. The women love Stormy. She's giving hope to all these strippers and all the big moms. In the last video, you know, we had people who love her that didn't like what I was saying. But there was even a guy who was not in support of Stormy who questioned her millionaire status. <laughs> yo, she, yo, I'm telling you, man, take book lessons. Yo, she came in. Yo. Yo, she started, <laughs> yo, she started violating niggas, man. Shit. I'm telling you, these these women out here don't be playing around, man. I gotta, I have to make sure I separate both. You know, these are women who are, whether people acknowledge it or not, I mean, the women, the women who do this usually get more backlash than support anyway. So it's not really a tactic at this point. I just think the proof is in the pudding and in the information that's provided. Plus, not to mention, she's out here roasting these bitches. And to be fair to Stormy, even though I don't condone her behavior and her attitude, I cannot discredit the results of her numbers. Everything about her is verifiable and RIP to bankroll fresh, but it's all. Hey, yo, don't disrespect. Yo, don't disrespect bankroll fresh. Don't disrespect Bankroll Fresh. ESPN, um, hot nigga. People who know Bankroll Fresh, a lot of niggas in Atlanta, to be exact. Shout out to Georgia in its entirety. From Savannah to Atlanta, right? Them niggas know who Bankroll Fresh is. Don't disrespect Bankroll Fresh. I'm in fucking New Jersey. And... I remember a few summers, I forgot, I think it was Life of a Hot Nigga or Life of a Hot Boy, and I was bumping that mixtape for like three months straight throughout each summer. Any car I was driving, I was bumping that mixtape. Do not disrespect Make Roll Fresh. Rest in peace. Bankroll uh, Fresh. Rest in power, Bankroll Fresh. Rap in peace, Bankroll Fresh. I'm not going to say what I should say. Matter of fact, fuck it, I'm going to say it. <clears throat> Bankroll Fresh brought that flow into the rap game. The flow that a lot of niggas from down south and even some niggas up north use. That flow, niggas took that from bankroll. Now some niggas, some niggas gave credit. Some niggas is lacking because niggas know that you have that bankroll fresh flow and vernacular. You know what I mean? You got to give credit where credit is due. Don't disrespect bankroll fresh. Yeah, you know, that's really not the point. The point is that men don't care about a woman's money. Having Bingo. money as a woman doesn't make you a high value woman. Yo, anybody, and I have to say this, anybody that disagrees with this woman, just because she's a woman, you are a fucking weak-minded man. Any man who will say something, oh, she's, she's telling the truth, but this is just another chameleon. You are a weak-minded man. You'll listen to these other bums. You'll buy, you'll buy other men's products 
but you won't listen to a bitch dropping free game. This shit is, this whole, this whole entire thing has been embarrassing. I, I also wanted to point something out as well before I go forward with this shit. You know, <laughs> we're seeing, we're seeing a very interesting playing field taking place where someone like Tommy Sotomayor, right? I mention him a lot. A lot of people will say that he was one of the pioneers of anything controversial when it comes to black women in particular and just uh, relationships when he talks about it. He also talks about other shit as well. People have always placed him in some regards in the manosphere or even the red pill. He's similar to somebody like, I would compare him to a living Patrice O'Neill because he says some hilarious shit. He's a funny motherfucker. He's a comedian on top of that, but he's also known, I knew him from YouTube back in 2013, 2014, before he technically had a channel from what my knowledge is. All of, the, all of his shit were clips from his old shows that I caught or old versions of that was recorded and uploaded to Facebook or not Facebook, YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Then a lot of other people didn't really figure him out until World Star Hip Hop. That's like the same with like Kevin Samuels today. Like before the average at best, you know what I mean? I forgot what the fuck he considers himself or what he is. I don't want to disrespect him, but... It's a same, I forgot what he calls it. Image consultant. Is it an image consultant? Something like that. But when the average at best shit came, that was brought off and that was dropped off on World Star Hip Hop and that blew up. Right? Tommy Sotomayor says a lot of things that people today say. Now, is it knowingly being taken from him in some cases? Yes, blatantly. When I say something that's even similar to another content creator, I'll acknowledge the content creator. Niggas ain't going to tie me up in any fraudulent shit because I don't promote a fraudulent lifestyle. I don't I don't I don't give people a a, a checklist of the things you need to be a millionaire and all this. I don't do all that shit. I give you basic discussions. Little complex context. Tad bit complex. Because we go here, there, everywhere. I got ADHD. I'm hyperactive. I'm smoking weed. I'm high as fuck. It's, an, it's another morning. It's not even 10 o'clock. It's 9.51. But what better time? You know what I'm saying? Like now, I, I just sleep. I just sleep for six hours now. <clears throat> and I do it. But it's like, it's, it's satisfying because I know if I'm up early, I have more time to myself before I have to go to work. So I can do things like this. I can podcast. Um, <clears throat> the music I'm still making, I actually made a couple of beats. I have to save them, go over them, may add some things, 
may drop some things. Not sure. But um, I'm going to put some music together. And, like, being able to wake up or being able to, to operate off of six hours of sleep is good because I'll usually get home from work and stay up till probably 12.30 or 1 o'clock anyway. So if I get just six hours of sleep, I can be up at 6.30 or 7 o'clock, make some music. Um, what I'm really trying to do, what I'm really focusing on is using this device to really uh, help put together my YouTube content, mostly because I want to do some structured videos, but I also want to do them with, uh, I guess, a slideshow or some form of clip art, just to see how that goes. And that'll be a quick 15-minute piece. We're going to get back to this bitch, but I just wanted to point out I actually should have played this yesterday because this actually said the same thing that I said yesterday morning, where men are not necessarily focused on a woman's finances because a man typically doesn't benefit off of it. Women, on the other hand, they, today's modern day women, they depend solely off of what a man makes in order for her happiness, her relationships, her trust, uh, uh, her ability to bear children, all of these things get put into play. So the guys, and you got to really look at how ass backwards this is, right? Really think about this. So men who are taught to be masculine, taught to be men. They're not just men. They become men through hard work, trial and error. They become men, right? We, we have to earn that aspect to be a man. With women, we have to approach women. Now, today, men have been a little bit more smart and say, hey, this girl is checking me out. Now I'm going to go up and talk to her, right? There's indicators of interest, right? Without that, guys would just be constantly running into a brick wall, walking up to women, cold approaching women, catching women off guard. When a woman, if she was... If she was in the setting or if she would have noticed you or if you would have gave her a chance to notice you, you would have got your indicator of interest or you would have got just a, a pass by. See what I mean? Dudes are too fucking thirsty and that shit doesn't belong in the red pill, right? Dudes are too fucking thirsty to be out here trying to display any form of game or insight. I'm a human being. I haven't dealt with women in a long period of time. So I feel that I can talk about this shit wholeheartedly. And I have been on the inside and now I'm currently on the outside. I've been the leader of the pack. Now I'm the lone wolf. You see what I mean? But I've always been who I am. That That's never changed. A lot of people... I forgot who brought this terminology up. This go along to get along, right? And it's just like, you reach a point where even today, like, you know, with Corona and shit, people are still going to mention this shit as if this shit just happened. As if we're not, we're not on the peak of a f two fucking years, bro. 
two years of this shit. You saw the white folks out there buying all the toilet paper. Just participating in the biggest amount of fuckery that I've seen white people participate in. I used to think Black Friday was bad, right? And look, if you pay attention, well, Black Friday is different. But with Black Friday, what they do is they sort of promote the propaganda. They started off with the Black Friday sale, come down. They're not going to all be in stock. Only this amount left. Only that amount left. You go on fucking um, the websites. <clears throat> I don't order shit online because I don't I don't trust these people. Right? So when I come with my money, I see the product that I'm getting. I, I'm able to do do a quick um, analysis on the function of the function and the structure of the device I'm getting. Right? Online, it's anything goes. And I worked in warehouses where they handle a lot of the merchandise that people buy. And trust me, they don't handle it properly. A lot of those things, let's just say, they fall off the truck. You know, a lot of those things may have went missing. Possibly. Allegedly. But... We have to get back into this video, man. I'm bullshitting right now. The rules are different. The point I'm making is modern women are slowly learning that degrees, jobs, and now businesses, those things don't fulfill you as a woman. Of course, they can buy their own cars. Modern women today, they are even purchasing their own homes. And for the guys out there, some of you are meeting these women in their 30s, 40s. I'm talking about the ones who already created their own lives, 100% alone or with their kids, but without a man. Attempting to pair bond with them is impossible. Even the ones who try to change, they can't change because they've been raised this way. They can't break the bad habits. That's why I don't waste my time with them. They want to argue back and forth, but it really makes no sense because they prove every point I make about them within the argument. As a man, <clears throat> as myself, a person who's brought this up on, on numerous occasions, I, I feel that it is only necessary to hear a woman say it just because it just gives me that reality of, okay, I'm not the only one that feels this way. As a guy, you can't necessarily publicly express your um, your disappointment in these women. You can't. Because then a woman will take it personal from her experience and from her perspective or from the reality that you bring that she's living. She wants to then just criticize you. And, you know, women, they tend to follow one another. I think men are typically more of the individual. When you see a lone wolf, you're usually talking about a man. Even a woman who's lonely, she's going to always appear to be around people. She's probably going to be the most active on social media. 
Because she knows throughout the day she ain't doing shit else. Most most men who are just used to having to work any fucking way, guys like myself, I just bring headphones with me. I got to get some new headphones sooner or later, actually. I got to buy me some new Bluetooth headsets because I'm bringing my studio headphones in to the job and it's just fucking retarded. But I don't give a shit because I'd rather listen to my podcast and the 85% dominant women that's in the building. You know, that's just my point of view. Anyway, we will get back to this. But these older modern women, they will not listen to you, especially if she was able to get everything without you. And that's exactly what Stormy was saying last time when I reviewed her. That's why older men, they have to date younger women. You can't stop this 40 year old woman here from being who she is. I don't care how much meditation, praying, counseling, reading the Bible, her healing retreats, CBD, wine. I don't care what you give them. You can even sit them in front of Kevin Samuels. And by the way, they hate Kevin Samuels so much, but he's the one who's at least giving them a chance. But as soon as they cut the video off or that Zoom call, they're the same person. They just can't break their bad habits. And see, this is why people like Kevin Samuels is in the position that he's in. See, what happens, I'm gonna tell you what happens to men, right? When men target a specific audience via race, and a white person won't blatantly tell you, but a white person will say, well, my audience is for the people that relate to me, which is usually white people, right? I don't find that to be racist because some of these people still have good content. Now, if you're black, there's a difference because when you're black, it's like you have to be exclusive. So it's not the manosphere, it's the black manosphere or like, you can't include or it's almost difficult to be inclusive of other people when you've essentially placed yourself, not necessarily over people, but you've placed yourself as an exclusive label. And that comes with the responsibility. So when one person, like when somebody says, someone says like Kevin Samuels is against black women, it's the biggest lie. He's actually... A lot of people will say he's the biggest simp out there when it comes to pedestalizing black women. Remember, he's giving these bitches advice. I'm just saying, I don't see why, but, but I understand why people would say he is what he is. Because, like I said, there's other people who said the same shit that he said. But what he does is he shows up presentable, and I respect that. Shows up presentable, addresses it his own fashion. He 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 do check a lot of these bitches, and they are bitches. I, they do deserve that title. I don't give a fuck how a woman looks at that. If look, if you if you decide, and this is this is the video from last night, and this is the video from the night before. You have five to seven kids. You should be off of the dating market and you should be looking for one of those fathers to be permanent. That's your only true valuable option. Anything else for you, you're considered a kamikaze in the dating market. This, this bitch is the equivalent of a suicide bomber. 
This bitch is out of control. Tango down. Gotta dismiss her. Get her out of here. <laughs> ASAP. There is no negotiations. We do not negotiate with terrorists, man. To the American men. Of all colors, shapes, creeds, religions, political backgrounds. To all y'all, right? We will not, should not negotiate with terrorists. And the only terrorist that I know, shout out to Mr. Palmer, is the baby mama terrorist. That's the only terrorist that I truly know in this country. And I'm saying this wholeheartedly. I've been around despicable gentlemen, okay? And they will say it themselves. Like, these people who I grew up around, people who I've known, people who I grew up with, they, they're fucking terrible people. Now, they're cool to me because I grew up with them. But to other people, it's a different story. But it's the perception. So, like, if a woman, even if a woman, this is my theory, even if a woman grows up traditional and the mother and father's in the household, her friends, nine times out of ten, are not. She's going to be around a lot of women who are products of single motherhood. And she's going to get insight and she's going to get influenced by those same women. So in a way, it's almost no difference because they still become promiscuous at some at some point or to some degree. And it's it's always it's always brought back to um, women not being accountable for their actions. Women being hypersexual, extremely promiscuous with multiple men, relationships with multiple men, sleeping around for income or revealing herself for income, a.k.a. OnlyFans, or just being a certified whorehound. That, that's pretty much what women, modern women, have modeled and idolized. At least not long enough to trick a simp into marrying them mm. and being with their kids. Mm. This new model of women, like Stormy Wellington, they are built a whole different way, so they can't be reprogrammed. They kind of just get shuffled to the junkyard and picked over for scraps. <laughs> Before, Stormy said, how can a man who couldn't make $1 million tell her anything when she made $15 million in one year? And she's... So, you know, when I talk about unapproachable or undateable, that woman that she's talking about is that prime example. She makes too much, right? And... Like I said, I give kudos, especially she incorporates the family. Now, everybody got millions of dollars. Niggas ain't doing that shit in this fucking country like that. Unless we chopping up rocks, we selling rap songs, or we dribbling the basketball, throwing a football. S small percentage of us, some of us mixed with the Hispanic population, play baseball. That's it. Facts. In football, facts. I mean, soccer as well. Facts. So it's not me downplaying a woman for what she makes. It's not, and it's, 
and I actually care about it. It's not to say I don't give a fuck. I think that's dope. Bitch make that much money off of business, incorporates the family, but she's miserable, so that's funny still. She's still in a position where she makes so much. She She's gotten to a point where she's maximized one aspect. It's like if a man maximizes his looks, then he'll be seen as approachable or he'll be seen as attractive to a lot of women, right? So from that standing, he'll always have options available because of his looks, see? It's more vague and it's based off vanity, sure, but it's actually something of quality that women like off of him. Versus a man who's maximized money aspect, money-wise, I should say, his money is going to be his claim to fame, which that's going to to incorporate all of the scandalous, toxic, thieving, disrespectful, out-of-pocket bitches around. Sure, you can look at it as, well, he has a bigger pre-selection. But he also knows that everything that he does comes at a cost. The guy who's maximized off of his looks, he has a pre-selection and control to a certain extent on who he can select. See, that's the 80-20 sort of narrative in reverse. Now, I say all this to say a female who's maximized in money, it doesn't do nothing for men. In fact, it to be blatantly honest, it intimidates men. No man, and this is her problem, any man who's of that value or higher is after a woman who's more attractive than she is. He's not after a woman who's richer than she is. You failed. <laughs> See, she doesn't realize that because she maxim she maxed out <laughs> she she had enough she has too much she has too much xp she has too much xp for the rpg too much too much experience points you got too much money so now of course you're going to base the next guy off the same money that you have and it's only right to an extent and i don't blame her for it it's just now you've put yourself in a position to where you're boxed in. The men who are making as much money as you, they're not attracted to you for the money that you have. You may just not be good in the looks department. You have status. Money and status, you're, you're maxed out. Maybe your looks is not what's getting the guys. The fact that you have kids and you're still looking for a high-value man, regardless of how much money you make, because as... Pink Book Lessons, as the woman said it, what you make doesn't make you high value as a woman. What we make as a man is considered high value to you, even though that's inaccurate, because like Tommy Lauren said a long time ago, oh, value, value. You bitches can't value value because most of you women are not valuable. Let's just let's just cut the malarkey. All right. Let's just cut the bullshit. Let's get back in it so I can finish this shit and be done. Get ready for fucking work. Talking about 2020, last year. 
Stormy is giving you insight on the modern woman's beliefs. They will never 100% respect you, cooperate, or submit to you if they already had their home, money, and everything on their own. The only way you can get her to act right, and that'd be a real big performance, is if you're making more money than her, and she believes that you can provide for her more than what she can do for herself. That's why they say I can do bad all by myself. Or they'll tell you they want a high value man, but if he's an average man, he's not even worth being with. So you got. And that right there, if you really think about it, and I want men to really think about it, that's that's the dating market. Because a woman will do bad all by herself. Now she'll wait two, four, six. She'll wait until the last minute to talk about what a guy can bring to a table. And when a woman's a millionaire, a woman's like high in the she's up in the millions, and you can't find a guy, that's when you get the reality check that your money doesn't mean anything. But she hasn't figured that out yet. She's still using that money that she has, and it's just like the educated women. They use the education that they have as if they're going to an interview. And see, men don't, men are not necessarily, how can I say this without being an asshole? Men aren't necessarily experienced when it comes to um, analyzing something taking place women women attend women tend to attach themselves to a conversation and they do this to get information and they do this to get intel now a man won't even notice but he'll tell a woman everything that he's done within the first i don't know 10 minutes of a conversation and then the man will wonder why the woman moved on well she expected you she expected you to remain in a necessary frame and what i mean by that is you don't want to display too much about yourself firsthand you never do that with women and the reason why is the more they know about you right away that gives them more of the excuse to find someone new because women have this tendency. If they know a little bit about you, then they'll pretend they know everything about you. Right? Because women are unstable emotionally. Like if I tell a woman and I've done this before, like women would ask me first, second conversation, like, you know, what do you do for a living? And then I would ask her, what's her relationship with her father? And she'll ask a question that of like, what's that have to do with anything? And I tell her, what what do I have to do for a living to do with anything? We haven't even connected yet. We haven't even had a genuine conversation. What the fuck does that even matter? Now, I asked her that question because the question, the answer I'm looking for is nine times out of 10, you didn't know the father so nine times out of ten, your your mother told you that the father wasn't shit. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for all the negatives right away. I don't want to stumble across these later on. I don't want to be like the guy we talked about in the Better Bachelor video where <laughs> he 
he talks to this woman for a certain period of time and she holds off telling him that, you know, not a big deal though. It's not really that big. Think about it. You know, she only she only waited like a month and some change to tell the guy that she had seven kids. I mean, no, 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 no. Not that big of a deal. Not that big of a deal. Nothing, nothing, nothing too major. You know, just just seven bastard children. Not that big of a deal. And, and she looks and she believed that she would be able to, I guess, get this connection and have this guy on board, and then out of nowhere, I guess, either she was going to try to hide the five kids, she would probably have uh, suffocated the five kids, and I'm not trying to be funny. You know, bitches tend to do crazy shit like this. They tend to take a, they t they, they tend to take the uh, occasional ride to the lake, if you guys catch my drift, right? <laughs> that That's just typical for a lot of unstable women. Now, I'm not saying this to necessarily be funny. I wanted a little light into this dark subject. But why is it why is it always a man's responsibility to obtain an independent woman? You ever thought about that? So the women who claim to be independent, they don't need a man, but they obviously want a man because they can't do anything without talking about men. I'm a man who likes women. I like women still on a physical sense. Um, conversational values at an all-time low. Any any form of being presentable is at an all-time low. So I don't really expect much from women. And because of that, I don't deal with women. Because if I didn't expect anything from women and I dealt with women, I would be a simp. I would just pedestalize. I would have just spent most of my time trying to pursue women rather than focus on what I need to do. You know what I mean? The routine, the Monday through Friday grind or the podcast, getting this information out. So it was like, like that's another sacrifice that I would never put to, to the side for a woman. If I was, if I was to deal with a woman, I would tell her, listen, I have, I have this podcast going on. Directed for men. And, you know, this is what I do. This is what I enjoy doing. You know what I mean? If there's any problems, anything of that sort, or if you get to a point where you feel that I'm doing this too much or I don't I don't spend enough time um, hitting you up or replying to every fucking message you have to send me, then you're not meant you're not meant to be in that position for me. I don't see why. I don't see why it's acceptable for a woman to blatantly disrespect men, right? Not even, it's not even like rejecting men. It's blatantly disqualifying and disrespecting men, right? We went through the average penis size, which is 5.1 to 5.5 inches, okay? We went through this last night. Now, these women, and this goes along with what they consider high value, believe it or not. This is all connected. Because you always hear the guys say, you know, this woman wants the 666 deal, the six-figure guy, the six-pack guy, six-inch guy. That's the, they. It's like in their nature today, the modern women, even though some of these bitches cannot even handle the shit that you have, Whatever it is, they can't even handle what you have. 
And they're talking about, oh, well, you know, I need a guy with d this many inches. These bitches are just, like I said, it's it's a fantasy world to these women. It's a fantasy world. They don't, they they haven't really understood what what being a man is like. They're not used to um, handling rejection. They're not used to necessarily handling that many losses. And I mean personal losses. I'm not talking about like family losses. That's every human being on this earth. We've all dealt with that pain in our own way. And I would never put judgment on a person on that particular level ever. But um, most women can't really handle rejection upon men and upon work-related or uh, educated-related purposes. It's just it, it usually never works out well. I had one chick, she was she was like one of those focused on my career type chicks, but early, but she still had femininity. And I remember her, she was probably the most feminine woman that I was with because everything about her was woman. And that was a good thing. She didn't try to fit in. She didn't have guy friends. She wasn't into that, but she was also like, and she told me like, you know, I understand that you you hang out with some girls and I don't I don't even hang out with bitches. I told her like I don't hang out with bitches. I'll talk to them if they're in the same if they're in the same area, but it's not it's not talking to them to to try to do anything. You know what I'm saying? But she became very um I wouldn't say defensive. I I don't even know how to describe it, but she there was something awkward about her. It wasn't like a bad awkward, but it was something noticeable, but I never figured it out. And I still can't figure it out today. She was just more like territorial. Like since I was fucking with her, she, she wanted people to know I was fucking with her. You know, I didn't give a shit either way, but you know, it was just something, it was, it was weird, but most, most women, they're not going to they're not going to submit because they've always been told as a woman to do so for a man is like completely bad. It's out of line. It's uncalled for. You know what I mean? It's inexcusable. It's inappropriate. Any type of word these bitches want to use. I've been around enough women. <laughs> I've been around enough. I'm the male chameleon. I like I like to get around certain women and like gain their trust right away and, and just an experiment, not like, not like on no evil shit, but like observe her and, and be able to take notes on her, on her attitude on certain days. Oh, well, you can tell she's on the rag on this. I mean, come on guys. We all, we all have like certain dudes. Like I grew up, I grew up pretty much in an urban part of a suburban area. I'll put it. That's the only way I can describe it. It's an urban part of a suburban area, okay? It's still a suburban area, but these are the uh, urban parts, okay? And in the urban parts, you know, I just, you know, sat, chilled, chilled on the block, smoked a lot of weed, bullshitted. Didn't really do much with my life, but at the same time, I know, 
I knew in a way I could have done a lot worse. So I was kind of, in a fucked up way, I was more comfortable with being at risk where I was at than being where at risk where I was at five blocks from here or in another town or another state. You feel me? So I didn't really get a chance to, to generally sit back and, and realize certain things that took place. And was like, wow. What was you doing in that fool's apartment? I didn't, I didn't mean have to, no money, Bobby. I didn't, mean, money. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to hit the PCP water thing. But, you know what I mean? I didn't really get a chance to observe and really analyze what was going on around me until I got older. And then once I got older, it all came together. And it, 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 it's not like just the things from the present came together. It's just... Certain things that happened in the past, I realized if those things didn't happen, I wouldn't be on this particular journey. A lot of things would change. I would have probably still had a lot of um, a lot of unhealthy relationships and uh, toxic friendships and a lot of these other people around me. But today I move different. I move solo. You feel me? I move solo in such a happy spirit that it's almost unrealistic to some people. Motherfuckers be like, how, how is this nigga just driving around by himself, 10.30, 11.30, sometimes 1.30 in the morning? Like, what is this nigga doing? Chilling. Smoking, riding. I just got done cleaning the inside of my car while doing this. We do need to go through the rest of this video because I did not intend to go over an hour. And we're already an hour and six minutes in. So let's wrap this up. All of them wanting a high value man, whether they qualify for it or not. I had to tell someone that here recently. There are no 30, 40 year old traditional women who are single. The real ones already got snatched up in their 20s. All the leftovers are the disciplinary problems, the mouths, the attitude, the Stormy Wellingtons. Stormy said, I'm not married for a reason. I say that all the time about people her age. It's a reason. But let's get a little deeper here. Do you know how all these modern women really feel? Take a look at this. Proves everything I said in the last video, as well as the other video of the lady that was bragging about her degrees and her $70,000 per year job. This is what they really feel when they take the mask off. It's just a lot, man. It's a lot. It's a lot. We're just gonna stop it there because I don't want to be a dickhead because I, I laugh at shit like that. And I don't mean to be an asshole when I say this, but like, you know, it is what it is. Like, there's so many men. Who are just disappointed to a point where it's like they don't even intend to try and give a fuck about these women today. And it's not that they do it in a malicious way. They just don't acknowledge or don't. It's like it's too much. There's too much risk for this woman to be considered a prize or a reward. And it's a reward because it's already been awarded to other men. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Shout out to Pink Book Lessons once again. I figured out, in a way, this is kind of like a dedication episode because really, 
it's been, uh, like I said, over, it's been a couple of months, damn near, since I uh, originally subscribed to the channel, and I've always been seeing content after content on a consistent basis, and all of them are on point. Can't really say that about everybody, let alone women. Let's just be direct and be honest here. But, like I said, I give credit where credit is due. I don't give a fuck if you're red, black, or blue. You know what I mean? Um, We're about to wrap this shit up just for the AM tip. It's getting close to 1030. Jersey Jude and Red Pill Party podcast. You guys know we're doing something later on. Entitlement Tuesdays. How about we save that? I like that. I remember that from earlier, so I know that it's worth naming it. Entitlement Entitlement Tuesday. I like it. It's got a ring to it. I like it. Now I just have to find a compilation video of entitled bitches. It's very simple. See, my my method to the madness is very simple to a point where I'm no longer mad. I'm a fucking genius. That's, it's no longer about being crazy or being, and in a way I am crazy and very unstable in a lot of ways, but that's, I don't, it's not like, I'm not saying that to be fashionable. I'm saying that like I'm my biggest critic. Like I want, I want me to do well because I've spent so much time in investing in others that were only invested in themselves that because I'd never gotten that shit back, I have to be my own support system. Most men have to be their own support systems. And when my, when I say men, I mean all as a, a cohesive unit. You know what I'm saying? I want to see the next guy wake up. I want to see the next guy come to the realization and truly understand his purpose and his value. And he stops seeking a lot of these modern day women and start really seeking better opportunities while he can. You feel me? I've I've been through I've been through a good amount of a good amount and a bad amount of things <laughs> within the past three, four years. And all of it was to get to a point where I'm at now. I'm sitting in my new car recording like I usually do. Comfortable. Content. And I must say, in a way, slightly happy, right? I don't want to be jolly. I never want to get to that point. And like I said, I'm that much of a realist where it's like, even if something good is happening, I'm thinking, all right, if something bad happens, how can I handle it? I used to just say, well, something bad's going to happen. I used to always say that. If something good's happening, I would expect bad things to happen along with it. But I never really thought about it in the terms of, okay, if those bad things happen, then what? Once I got older, that question came to mind. And it's like, fuck it, I'll deal with it. I, I can't just sit back and anticipate bad things. When it comes to women, I, I believe that's slightly different. Because a lot of women will say, well, you're just expecting women to do bad things. No, I'm, I'm pointing these things out. And I'm actually displaying women who are doing the same thing. 
So you can never put me or place me in any category of this fucking virgin. Even if you did, I wouldn't give a shit. Because <laughs> I know where my dick has been. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. Whatever a woman says about where I've been and, and never been where I've been. I don't, I don't give a fuck about what these whores say. These dysfunctional, um, disrespectful women. I don't give a fuck about those bitches. And of course, if they're disrespectful, why the fuck would I be presentable to them? We need to be socially selective. And I'm saying this to black men, especially, exclusively in this point. Black men need to be socially selective when it comes to modern women. You don't just want anything that's out there and available because that thing that's out there is out there for a reason. And it will most long it will most it will more than likely stay out there unless you decide to go out there and put on that cape and present yourself as Captain Sabaho. But until next time, what is it? 11:30, In 8 hours, I'm going to be back on once again Entitlement Tuesdays. We're going to start this off the right way. This was just pretty much, you know, things that I had on my mind. We also went through a Pink Book Lessons video once again. Pink Book Lessons. Look her up on the YouTubes. Show her some support. Subscribe. And uh, until then, man, I'll catch you guys 7.30 tonight. Although you guys may not get the episode until 10. But until then, I'm out. Peace.